I V M. Good evening to you, our MBA of Simplifieders. A great way to confuse any new listeners. Well done, Chuck. <laughs> for those who are not regulars and haven't guessed, uh, we now have a collective noun for people who tune into our show. Uh, much like a parliament of uh, owls or a murder of crows, it's an MBA of Simplifieders. We will now be a little more mature and not make the obvious murder joke. Okay, What? shall we, Chuck? Yes. Welcome, uh, all you happy uh, listeners. Simplified, uh, recently voted by UNESCO as the best podcast <laughs> in the world. Conditions apply. Hey, I saw it in a forward. Okay, is <laughs> the show that makes you more intelligent and grown at the same time. <laughs> no, one could say we make you smarter while making you smart. <laughs> and I think we have a new slogan as well. Hmm. So, uh, in big news recently, uh, the oldest member of this podcast hosting team, not taking names here, <laughs> went on trip to Europe. Yeah. And I think it should be easy to guess because only one will be able to afford, afford that. One. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Narin, uh, happy twenty fifth. It's anniversary. Ali for me. <laughs> happy twenty fifth anniversary. Thanks so much. Yeah. yeah. So and you so went. Where did you go? Uh, yeah, it was the occasion of our twenty fifth anniversary. So I was rooting for Lonavala, lovely place, <laughs> Alpine. <laughs> Do that, everything like that, and wife wanted to go to Europe, so she won. Of course, <laughs> and uh, we went to Czechos. What what was formerly Czechoslovakia, as my friend Ramesh Rivats famously said, it used to be Czechoslovakia. Now it became the Czech Republic. And it became Slovakia, and nobody knows where the O went. <laughs> so yeah, so Czech Republic and Austria and Germany. So we went to Prague, which is called Praha, and I made the clever joke that uh, because we are in Praha and my wife looks like a goddess, we should call her Praha Devi. So then I promptly got kicked in the shin. So after that, till we landed back, <laughs> there was no further jokes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you manage to get any of the uh, Austrians, the Viennians, and the Pragas, hmm. and what is the other country now? Germany, Slovakians, uh, Berlinians, <laughs> to Berlinians, <laughs> Berlinians, uh, to listen to our podcast. Did you? I uh, must have because uh, <laughs> as we were going through our, uh, you know, sort of so stats, stats, we found that we have three listeners in the Czech Republic. Wow. Amazing. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, and whoever you are, we love your country. It's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally gallant. By which country. we, uh, by yeah. when he says we, he means largely him. Yeah. Anyway, the twenty-fifth anniversary. Narin uh, is the silver jubilee, uh, and nobody knows why. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ruby jubilee is what's up next for you, Narin. That's mm. uh, 15 years away. That's 40th. Then there's a golden jubilee. Actually, 50th. one cousin of my wife's who wished a happy golden wedding anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> I was so offended. <laughs> Superb. <laughs> yeah. uh, then there's a 50th anniversary. There's a 60th anniversary. Uh, that's a diamond sapphire comes at 65. Strangely enough, and then mm-hmm. platinum at 70. We should actually tell you a little bit about the life expectancy during the days in which these were made. Like mm-hmm. nobody thought it would cross 40, and then yeah. suddenly became 50. And then you would assume that from 50 it goes to like at least 75 or 70 at least. Yeah, it becomes 60. Then 60 it becomes 65. So yeah, that should. It's uh, almost like a Y2K problem for anniversaries. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, we are approaching our diamond episode, yeah. guys. Mm. Um, and okay, so I have a profundity of the week for us. Yes. So for people who have just uh, who don't know of this uh, segment of us, we take the arduous exercise of scouring through some of the most dangerous lands 
in the world mm-hmm. which are uh, whatsapp family groups. whatsapp family group. family whatsapp, whatsapp groups yeah. and i also have an alternate source i am blessed that way i have a building whatsapp group yeah. also so Equally if anyone lethal. from behind yeah. is listening hi mm-hmm. so this profundity of the week is particularly interesting because it's the first time first time a profundity of the week is going to feature a celebrity <laughs> okay yeah here's a quote life is not a music player to listen your favorite songs mm-hmm. it is a radio you must adjust yourself to every frequency and enjoy whatever comes in it wow. and oh. accompanying this image is a picture of none other than abdul kalam uh, fan club because <laughs> because science because science right? <laughs> like it's credibility yeah. <laughs> It's so, like a celeb endorsement in a in an ad yeah, film. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. One, uh, the quote was not by Abdul Kalam. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he would have ever said anything like that. But what I like uh, is if they are really equating uh, life to a radio. Uh, I think they should take it to this logical conclusion and say that life is basically mostly static with just a few things that work. <laughs> it is also obsolete and is largely being replaced by podcasts. <laughs> Boom! Yeah. Or should we say audio boom? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, so it's almost like that quote that exists that uh, say whatever the f- you want to and uh, add a celebrity's name next to it because it will it will sound more profound by Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> so the actual the original quote was "Don't believe everything you hear on the internet" by Abraham Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. <laughs> anyway, so this week, uh, guys, I want to talk about this uh, little-known uh, service that uh, you might have heard of called Facebook. Ah, yeah, I know. Uh, having worked a substantial amount of time at a digital agency and having visited the Facebook o- office about just about a week ago, I'm somewhat aware of it, Chuck. Yeah, mm. somewhat. Hmm. One must decide. A fairly substantial internet-free rock in order not to know about it, and I think it's only a matter of time before it replaces flower in the F for thing in the children's alphabet. A for <laughs> Apple, B O F for Facebook. Yeah. So Facebook is that website or app uh, that makes uh, everything easier: keeping in touch with your school friends, keeping in track of birthdays, stalking your ex. Uh, a few days ago, Facebook held their F8 conference. while news of this was largely publicized people are likely to have glossed it over since that didn't mean any immediate change for them like a new annoying feature that replicates snapchat in some way so f8 is basically their developers conference yeah, right yeah facebook's developer conference facebook's mm-hmm. conference for developers entrepreneurs and general geeks who want to build some product or service around facebook mm-hmm. it's not an annual fixed event uh, so it just like seemingly happens whenever mark um feels like it i guess okay before we talk about what happened at f8 i think this is one of the most important things about facebook and its uh, like almost its infallibility right like a lot of social media platforms have come gone and died mm. but in my opinion two things have made facebook or keeps facebook at the helm really one is mark zuckerberg is really smart and he knows how to make money mm. and i think that's one thing that he's managed to sell figure out how to sell data in mm. order for money at just the right amount where users are not leaving it and mm. mass and the second thing i think which is very is as important is that facebook is very deeply entrenched and i am not saying that from a habit point of view like we wake up in the morning and check our facebook before we even go to potty that's not what i mean it's entrenched in some a lot of services like right now if you remove facebook you suddenly lose the ability to log into a lot of apps it's entrenched itself on a lot of websites where you like stuff and things like that so i think Mark has been very smart in term, or Facebook has been very smart in terms of expanding its uh, 
reach to more than just the app and website and i think conferences like this the fa developer conference really the starting point for a lot of that mm. a lot of stuff that we see today and take for granted started as a small experiment at uh, the fa conference it's almost like an employee who keeps himself you know unfireable by he, he's the only person who knows how to operate say the coffee machine he's the only guy who has all the powerpoint templates so he, they they'll never be able to fire him because he loses <laughs> his like yeah it's basically a very strong ecosystem that he's uh, built for himself i i now realize chuck how you lasted this long in advertising thank you i had no skills apart from actually knowing how the animations in powerpoint work these are things that they should actually teach you in b schools mm-hmm. coming back to what you were saying there's this conference thingy where these NIT types uh, come, is it? Ah, uh, you know, I stuck that line into the script just so that you could tell us your NIT story before we get go off into the F8 conference. <laughs> what is the NIT story? <laughs> <laughs> what is the NIT story? <laughs> Oh man. Anyway, so this is what happened. I I went no it's not NIT actually it's Aptech. I I went there because I wanted to take a C course in C programming because I wanted to join up uh, for a robotics course and they wanted and when I studied engineering there was no C programming. So I go to this uh, place and there's this young lady and she asked me like you know I tell her that I want to join a C program. Yes, it cost three thousand two hundred rupees. I pay the money. She said, "Okay, you can come for class from Wednesday." And she says, "But you have to fill this form out." So I fill out a form, fill out whatever details, and uh, then I go. I take take my receipt and go. And then two minutes later, she calls up. So I'm down the building, and she says, uh, "Sir, can you come back? There's some details you haven't filled." So. You know, I'm like uh, it's it's three stories, and I don't want to climb up, and I'm kind of old. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I tell her that uh, you know, why don't you ask uh, me, and I I can tell you, and you can fill it in yourself. I can do that. So what is your uh, uh, you know, what's your father's name? So tell her my father's name, and then so what is your date of birth? It's twenty first of April, nineteen sixty five. The little pause. And then she says, "Sir, I wanted your date of birth, not your father's date of birth." <laughs> <laughs> so I still haven't been able to figure that out. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So I, I'm I'm going to leave that to my listeners. I so I haven't figured out whether it's a compliment or <laughs> an insult or what. Okay, but, yeah, thank you, uh, thank you mm. for that. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing: the things that are announced at F8 are usually big news for developers and sometimes even marketers, like mm. like you and myself. Mm-hmm. But not so much for the lay user because it doesn't really affect their lives all that much. Mm. But just yet. But it will technologies and trends that are being worked on today, especially at F8 or being announced at F8, will find a cool implementation a few years down the line. Mm. Like for example, the first ever F8 that happened, the concept of social graph was introduced. Mm. So nobody like social graph is a nice big complicated term, but that's what then enabled people to type in things like friends who work in Ogilvy, mm. you know, something like that, mm. or friends near me and things like that. So everybody started being related to each other, not just. the fact that they were friends hmm. but also because of connections that's how you can then view who the friends who are in one city etc so it really expanded the scope of how connections look at each other mm-hmm. in 2008 social connect was introduced social connect is basically what is a fancy term or the official term for when you use facebook to log in to an other app like for mm-hmm. example if you have a fitness app i right? know narin that you have <laughs> you use various fitness apps you have great uh, fitness aspirations at least <laughs> <laughs> narin is uh, a very fit he has used the fitness apps many times <laughs> <laughs> put it that way 
to paraphrase an old Mark Twain quote. <laughs> yeah. um, so you would use Facebook to log into it rather than entering a new login, uh, etc, etc for this. Uh, so this is called social connect. So while for you, it becomes convenient for you to log in without needing to create a new password, etc for the site. For Facebook, it becomes additional source of data because now they know that you're a health freak and you possibly even work out at this time, this is what your speed is, etc, etc. So they can sell that data to marketers and target better mm-hmm. products to you. In 2010, uh, the concept of social plugins was introduced, like adding a a like button to an article that, say, is outside Facebook. Like, for example, if you go to Crickinfo and if you see an article over there and like it, at the bottom you'll see a like button. So that, again, gets added back to your social graph. So a lot of these concepts are uh, were introduced at uh, F8. Uh, 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 so we're going to take a small break, and when we do that, we will get back and we will tell you about the big things that have happened this year at F8. Be right back. And welcome back to part two of this episode. Right. So you're talking about the F8 developer conference by Facebook. Yeah. So I mean, first question before we even delve into what happened at the F8 conference uh, is why is the Facebook conference called F8? And uh, it's, there's actually quite a few interesting etymologies for this. There are many different uh, theories on where mm. the name has come from. Something that F8 stands for fate. I mean, fate. Uh, that fate con- it was uh, it was conceived by fate based on an important piece of facebook culture the hackathon some others say that hackathons are traditionally 8 hours long so which is why it was the extra 8 hours that you spent outside of your regular work day oh. and the regular time that you do so therefore that was the other p- place this came from and uh, so i mean these are a couple of interesting reasons why it's called f8 but what we do know is now it's the names there and it's stuck and we are now looking to know what happened in the yeah. F8 No in interpretations for F, the F8 key on the keyboard. I know, I was wondering that would be there <laughs> as well. doesn't do anything. Like F5 is a refresh, I know. So like, ha, yeah, other than that F8, I don't know. Just It's, it's, it's just, just there. It's just, it's just there. <laughs> it's just there. Like, F level at least makes your, like, Chrome, it makes full screen. <laughs> full like screen. F8, yeah. what does F8 do? <laughs> Useless it is. Somewhat like Facebook. But let's not, <laughs> let's not, like, there might be a right-wing F8 loving organization know, somewhere. Yeah. Like, <laughs> F8 Rakshak. <laughs> Most niche fringe group ever. <laughs> anyway, okay. Uh, let's get back into this year's F8 and what happened. Okay. A couple of interesting things. First up, this is, uh, I want to, uh, first up, camera effects. All right. So, Facebook, I think everybody knows that the camera has increasingly become, especially the front facing camera, has increasingly become important for self expression. Like, it was. A novel idea a few years back to put just put a camera in a phone so that mm. people could take pics on the fly and then introducing the concept of the internet on the phone so that people could share these photos immediately. And then the front camera came just, I guess, for video conferencing and mm. things. And today, because of the selfie culture, it's just taken off to another level where, I mean... I would actually, in fact, say that for some people, the front-facing camera is more important than the, the back-facing. The, especially if you look at some of yeah, the advertising entire, that's happened over, entire, like Vivo and yeah, entire Coco. cameras are marketed on the basis of, of, their, of having their the front-facing. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a new one which has two different front-facing Person, cameras yeah. with two different lenses that allow you to take yeah, different and types of selfies. Some of them are actually pretty good. Mm. It's a ba- it's a, actually a reflection of the vanity of our society, if anything else. <laughs> but <laughs> leaving those epistemological issues aside, <laughs> let's move right ahead. 
Okay, so for this, um, they've offered what Facebook has done is they've offered businesses uh, two cool things. Uh, there's something called Frame Studio where you can create your own effects, and there's something called AR Studio where you can create your own augmented reality effects. And I'll explain what this is. When you open up the Facebook app on your phone, it now implores you to tell a story. Uh, their words not mine mm-hmm. which is you use your front facing camera or selfie camera to its friends to take a pic or a short video of yourself and then you can add all sorts of effects uh, that you're at. like suppose you mm-hmm. take a still photo you can add like things falling from the sky or a frame or like a cur- couple of curtains you can add text onto it basically Most make famously it le- dog ears or on your face or dog ears or sunglasses and stuff like that and the same is true for video as well suppose you're taking a video then you can actually it actually has enough technology for you to say add a pair of moving sunglasses or some arrows that follow you around or things like that so it's actually quite deep technology that they're using for something as frivolous as this people would say and at this point i must just stop and talk about a game of mine mm. a favorite game of mine called taboo taboo is a game where you actually have to try to guess a keyword and while the person who's telling you uh, has is trying to make you guess he has to make sure that he doesn't use a certain set of words like for example mm. suppose it's almost like trying to explain simplify to somebody else without using the words faff bullshit narain chak shriket so just now imagine trying to explain interesting podcast wasn't in that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so just imagine so that's taboo this is what i felt when reading the facebook announcement for these filters because not once did they mention the word snapchat <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh, one of my favorite tweets from uh, they did a bopilary on that <laughs> they bopilaryed snapchat basically one of yeah. my favorite tweets from uh, last year or i think it was earlier this year was when uh, facebook just came out with the stories feature uh, which was an absolute inspiration from snapchat and uh, somebody tweeted out uh, saying even spiegel must uh, th- the ceo of snapchat uh, must commend him on his uh, incredible work ethic uh, managing to launch a successful ipo along with being a product manager at facebook <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah basically people who are familiar with snapchat will know what we are talking about by which we mean the demographic under 25 largely <laughs> yeah um why on earth uh, do people find these things thing popular i my uh, curiously uh, my wife does oh yeah she she is a she must be the oldest uh, snapchat user in the world yeah. so, does she listen to uh, us no. okay very good is that you go home and sleep tonight so, okay yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so i mean it's actually it's damn annoying for people like us who work in advertising yeah, okay? like i mean what they do is like you you kind of just go the hang of one platform first you learn then you train all your juniors and you train the rest of the agency on how to work on it and then new feature comes and just like that all that you have learnt all over the like you struggled and gotten to this point where ha i know and selling bit. it to the client you sold it you have, you have told the client you know this is the place you need to be the clients internalized and suddenly they're like we okay need everything a snapchat you got is... filter strategy yeah i know <laughs> and it's now all obsolete it's gone yeah. okay. <laughs> so you can so now basically a brand can create its own frame on facebook mm-hmm. all right so for people who still haven't got it just imagine you can take a pic and you add some effects to it these effects if they are still they are called frame and if they are moving well it's augmented reality so people can create their own frame on facebook and 
well, these frames should ostensibly carry forward the brand message after mm. endorsing it. Of course, given how averse people are to be associated with advertising in general, the thing had better be damn good. So while it'll be easy for, say, like passion brands to do so, do something, like for example, I wouldn't mind endorsing, say, my favorite brand of headphones. I know Shriket wouldn't mind using, uh, say, something uh, which, ha- say, Liverpool mm. Football yeah. Club, if, you ha- yeah, if they definitely. had something. Uh, Narin might not mind using a filter saying, proud to be from SPJ, mm-hmm. SPJN College of management research or Narendra I can both have like a Mallard filter okay? or, mal- or Mallard, Mallard filter yeah it'll be tougher for a service brand like for example I know I wouldn't want to say huh, proud access bank customer or something I mean <laughs> yeah I mean uh, I mean for uh, Samsung Samsung Note 7 could like have a, a frame that's like burning, burning fire surrounded by fire yeah, <laughs> fire yeah, in yeah, some yeah, way yeah, yeah. and then headphone, headphones one could have a bunch yeah. of headphones on yeah, people yeah. and Stuff Tourism. like that. Various tourism boards can yeah. also do that. I know, like, a lot, of, uh, stuff, like, a lot of music festivals do this. Like, you know, Coachella and all these guys, uh-huh. uh, they do a lot of uh, local filters over there. Yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah. That, that'll be interesting. Um, what about Simplify? Do you think we can have our own frame? Yeah, that would be so awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah. think, I wonder what would be in those frames. I mean, I think we could, like, probably put a bunch of I mean I think one thing is we need to be missing from the frame otherwise people will know what we look like and that would be a big problem <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> to say that we have faces made for radio <laughs> <laughs> true and uh, I mean you can you can like uh, okay, so we, we we are falling short of ideas on what to put for the simplified frame. So if you have ideas, write into I'm us. I'm thinking and halo. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the wisdom that you get after listening simplified yeah. radiating from the back of your head. Radiating for sure, but not from the back of your head for sure. <laughs> yeah, other parts low, slightly lower. I'm yeah. simply thinking the regular the regular frame with just a poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> a poop emoji with that uh, diploma cap. Diploma <laughs> cap probably. Yeah. Okay. So here's a bit of trivia for you guys. Uh, you can actually thank a Ukrainian company called Luxury for the endless fun that is the Snapchat filter. So they're the guys who actually came up with this whole thing. Snapchat mm. bought it over in 2015 for a mere 150 million. Wow. And it's also very heartening to know that the terms Ukraine and acquired in the same uh, search phrase for once yields a positive result. <laughs> well played. <laughs> uh, the second mm. part of the camera story, apart from frames that I spoke about, which is for still images, is augmented reality. And and I'm guessing everyone by now knows what augmented reality is mainly thanks to Pokemon Go in the last year. But for people who don't know, just imagine that you point your camera phone at something. So it's obviously pointing to something, whatever. Like right now I see Narain in front of me, which is a happy sight. Some of you might have your spouse in front of you, which could be a happy sight or a sad sight, depending on. Or some of you might be having a glass of beer, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And just imagine that there are things superimposed on top of this. Like on top Mm -hmm. of your glass of beer, you have like some characters floating around or if you're looking at landscape, you have some text written over there or whatever. So this is basically what augmented reality is. Augmenting something apart from your own misery onto reality. <laughs> yeah, that's that's quite cheerfully realistic. <laughs> Thank you. So here's what happens, Narin. The frames are static in nature, like Donald Trump's IQ. Very and yes, good. we're doing that again. <laughs> Augmented reality allows these frames to come to life, like the KKK after mm. Donald Trump got mm. elected. Mm. These animations can actually interact with you. Unlike, uh, unlike Donald Trump yeah. does with the media. Mm-hmm. So for instance, I can create an animation that follows you, much like the NSA will after Donald Trump. <laughs> I can create an other animation that makes it seems like there's fire behind you, which under Donald Trump, chances are there will be, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. if you're an immigrant. Mm-hmm. Uh, or another animation could be snow falling from the sky, a possibility that looks increasingly remote thanks to Trump's position on climate change. Mm-hmm. Or you could have an animation that shows a wall being built around you like 
you know what i can think of a suitable analogy so that's <laughs> so basically that's augmented reality for you that could be the anarchy thing right so tick 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 it is zinda chunwa do so basically anything superimposed on top of the reality that you see through your mobile phone this could be images this could be text it could be videos that pop up the two best examples one again pokemon go and strangely enough a positive example from the times of india which had this app called alive where what you do is you uh, see basically what happens for augmented reality is the augmented reality app looks for something that a picture or something that's pre-programmed yeah. for example if i take my augmented reality app and program it to say whenever i see narain's face i want a pg woodhouse quote to randomly pop up hmm. i can actually do i can actually do this so every time my app sees your face or a picture of your face or say a dartboard made of your face or whatever the case may be it will <laughs> pop up a, so many brands for example say when you hover this over our logo or something something will pop up so there's a action that is created out of that uh, so yeah that's basically how augmented reality works it's a big deal for uh, brands uh, this also uh, another thing that is going to get more interesting is this whole thing called facebook live many of you might have seen it we are celebrities that you follow might done it cool thing that is going to introduce on facebook live and i'm particularly i'm excited about this because we do a lot of facebook lives mm. with the artists that my company oml either manages or gets for his various festivals mm. is you can now have tools for interaction like before facebook live would just be almost like a skype session you know you have questions being asked and then somebody answering it yeah. now a person like suppose i am conducting a facebook live myself i can actually put up a question on the screen itself and mm-hmm. there are two options and people can actually tap that mm-hmm. okay like for example which simplified co-host should i marry narain and shriket so people mm-hmm. can actually tap that it's not, it's, it's okay neither, it's okay shriket neither, yeah. neither, <laughs> neither. Uh, so yeah uh, and also they uh, facebook tied up with jiffy as the facebook lives just in order to make facebook lives more annoying you can now embed a gif within your facebook live wow. feeling this way you know like that this is so, uh, you know uh, yeah. like evolution on i don't know what yeah. like steroids man you should take a break at yeah. uh, this point and yeah. we will be back to look at what else happened at f8 and yeah there's quite a bit of interesting stuff and we are back welcome 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 <laughs> uh part 3 of this episode where we are looking back at what happened at facebook's developer conference f8 so in the last installment in the last segment, segment we looked at uh, the facebook cameras uh, frames and augmented reality the second important platform apart from camera that was spoken at f8 was messenger facebook messenger i'm sure headline writers around the world were waiting for facebook to shut down the platform so they could finally say uh, don't kill the messenger correct <laughs> yes So thanks 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 you even complete my jokes now you are the you are the un- you are the unwilling mccartney to my lennon yeah, yeah. now messenger is emphasize unwilling is a chuck auto complete sorry about that no <laughs> Let's move along shall we. Now messenger okay now messenger I am not proud of that moment. Thank you. Now messenger is already fairly advanced. People who have used messenger in the last one year will know there have been new features that have added that makes it more than just a chat app. Mm-hmm. You can build bots onto it that help with customer care or if they are built badly actually uh, do much worse for customer care. You can actually order stuff like there I've heard of e-commerce websites where you can type in like LED versus LCD it'll tell you what this is it'll say, then you'll ask for the options. You can actually buy stuff 
through Facebook Messenger itself. You can give feedback. But I've never been able to really coherently use Facebook Messenger. Yeah, that's Messenger, because yeah. yeah, that's because it's not uh, bots. At least are not that very well developed yeah. in India, and I think it's highly irritating. It it uh, I used it in lieu of my uh, SMS app once. Yeah. And it just irritated the hell I out of me. I think yeah. also uh, my guess for that is Indians are just so much more used to WhatsApp and the simplicity that comes with that, yeah. that the overwhelming number of features yeah. that uh, Messenger has yeah. uh, takes away. But then Facebook owns both and of them. So to be honest, I mean, I to this day, I mean, from a fairly heavy smartphone user's mm. point of view. I just find Facebook Messenger to be very heavy as yeah, an app. Yeah. It's just Act, extraordinarily yeah. heavy. And one of the things that clunky. annoys me, I know this turned into a mini rant session against Facebook, is well, you can't reply within notifications, which is uh, yeah. you have to open it just to see even what the message is. Anyway, let's uh, stop uh, bitching about them mm-hmm. uh, and say what they're doing. They're doubling down. So Facebook is actually. Uh, investing heavily now behind messenger helping it easier for businesses to build bots for people to discover those these bots etc one of the important things that they're doing is chat extensions so suppose for example the three of us are having a conversation and i say hey uh, have you checked out say carnival's new song mm. for instance and stick says no i haven't so i can actually go to spotify uh, which is a chat extension so chat oh, extensions okay. are like associations with certain brands or whatever i can go to spotify again in the us i can search for the song and i can put that song so it almost get gets embedded similarly mm. with maps and their equivalent of zomato or whatever yeah, the case actually, may be yeah actually there's there's another on a smaller level there's one more thing about simply saying that you know what uh, okay fine i'll see you tomorrow around 8 yeah. and then and it that, automatically that converts says, yeah. into an event invite and stuff yeah. would you like to save this yeah, or something yeah while that might be useful that also raises some questions about privacy in some way yeah. like i don't want you to know that i'm going to yeah. go for a meeting tomorrow and yeah. facebook's able to detect this in some way so it kind of gets a little creepy there yeah, yeah a little bit so messenger was one big thing and now what i want to talk about is okay so till now we looked at how facebook's planning to make us sillier using frames and augmented reality so that's a look at messenger using frames augmented reality basically fun times ahead uh, especially when brands get onto the bandwagon yeah, it's sad how we become so cynical about fb every new feature we automatically think about how our data will be used how marketers will leverage it and how our lives will become hell eventually yeah. mm-hmm. imagine if aadhar and facebook were to actually oh share data oh my god data. <laughs> <laughs> even better don't give aadhar is, ideas like that uh. your aadhar is compulsory for uh, facebook okay that's that's a bloody chilling thought <laughs> <Yeah>. i swear <laughs> <laughs> like I, oh man the, the, we already have the picture for that modi hugging zuckerberg oh <laughs> That's actually what went down. <laughs> that's that's where it yeah. came together. And uh, anyway, so uh, before we had to worry about marketers just targeting us on the basis of what we like and all. Now we might actually receive stuff on the basis of our IT returns, which uh, might not be a bad thing actually. Yeah, like the, the Etihad example. <laughs> I got targeted an Etihad flight ad for about three lakhs. Uh, I so so if they actually have my IT returns, they may actually target me things that uh, I may be able to afford. So yeah. actually, I'm not entirely against this other yeah. Facebook. But sometimes it's flattering. <laughs> hashtag Okat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. worse, the government will then actually know what we are posting and stuff, which is as reassuring a thought as knowing that Donald Trump has nuclear codes. Yeah, it's fun, man. I hope no policymakers and people working on UIDA. Are actually listening. Speaking to this. of which, on yeah. the day that we are recording, now we are we found out that uh, cows are going to have like <laughs> UID <laughs> IDs as well. Right? So I mean, this day is not too far off. Let's not keep our hopes up. Uh, that anyway, this won't thanks, Narin, for that cheerful thought. Uh, mm. Still shaking. Uh, anyway, what I wanted to end the show with 
uh, is this. Facebook's working on two pretty interesting technologies which may or may not have immediate marketing implementations, but they're actually very, very cool. One is, believe it or not, hearing through your skin. Wow. Yeah, and I quote from uh, an article I read on this. It's been building prototypes of hardware and software that helps your skin mimic the cochlea in your ear and wow. translates sound into specific frequencies for your brain. Wow. This technology could let deaf people essentially hear by bypassing their ears uh, wow. altogether. And the funder for this is actually pretty solid. Like, uh, can you guess how much area of skin we actually have? I know, a couple of... Couple of yeah, you got you got the number right. Okay, it's to have, now you get the unit right and you win ten thousand meters. Meters, yes, uh, uh, yeah. square square, square meters. Meter, yeah, to be to give it its full. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Christian metric. Christian metric. <laughs> <laughs> this technology has actually existed for a while. So there's a detailed article I read on this. There's a musician turned PhD researcher who actually wanted to help deaf people out and all that. So yeah. he did a lot of research on how sounds can actually be sent through skin. Mm. What he realized is that traditional music, the way we make it, can't be synthesized that much for deaf people to hear or to be transmitted mm. through skin. So there's a whole new type of music that needs to be made. I think they, I forget what they called it. This specific term that they gave it for vibrato something music mm-hmm. which is specifically made for transmitting sound through through the skin I, and I thought that was an absolutely fascinating concept mm-hmm. so one of the experiments he did I remember mm-hmm. was they were watching a movie or they were watching a clip mm-hmm. and they were just sitting on chairs like we are mm-hmm. and then what they did is they created another chair which had sensors at the bottom just imagine mm-hmm. like your ass is on like mm-hmm. eight sensors and whenever a certain thing happens on screen certain parts of the sensors go off like if there's an emotional screen mm-hmm. one of these will go off if there's a chilling scene something closer to the spine maybe goes off and that he said just created an incredible amount of experience more mm. even if you're a person who's hearing and all other senses are working properly yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. yeah so I think there's a lot of I have no idea what Facebook wants to do with this but it's pretty interesting mm. the second technology and I think this is equally fascinating and probably a little scarier is typing with your brain and wow. I quote from the same article uh, over the next two years, we will be building uh, systems that demonstrate the capability to type at 100 words per minute by decoding neural activity devoted to speech. Wow. Uh, somebody from Facebook wrote in a Facebook post. She said the aim is to turn thoughts into words on a screen. The system Facebook is building will be non-invasive. And uh, the representative says it could become a speech prosthetic for people with communication disorders. Okay, one thing before we start thinking about you know whether our spouses will be able to read every thought that goes to our minds uh, is that you can actually control or at least Facebook says that you'll actually be able to control what thought needs to go out so it's it's more in the so it probably is more in the voluntary communication so it's just before just before the conversion happens from the brain to the mouth that's where you exactly yeah and I think the things that they're going to start off with while this sounds nice and fancy is great for headlines your brain for typing and all that I think what they're going to do is more for the point of view of making binary choices Mm. like do you want to go out today yes no I think those are the type of things rather than saying okay now I will write my life novel uh, dictate and uh, you know and translate one that of the things speech. I'm surprised uh, hasn't really come with the front camera and everything uh, there is a technique uh, for drowsy driving uh, detection mm-hmm, 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 so yeah. it keeps the gaze tracker yeah uh, and oh, yes, it keeps, yes. so they if they have some th- uh, something like that on the uh, on the phone you could probably check select options based only on your it's, uh, yeah. actually eye tracking technology has been around for a while actually hmm. some uh, websites use it to track 
I mean, if wherever uh, available, wherever the uh, site has access to your uh, front camera, mm-hmm. how your eyes move mm-hmm. on parts of the screen so that they know, you know, what people are looking at, etc. Mm-hmm. Also, for market research purposes, uh, they have been used in, say, supermarkets and they are mm-hmm. placed surreptitiously so people know, so that the say the people behind the brand know where these guys are looking. So, what's the optimal place to keep a product? Mm-hmm. So, at eye level is we would think is supposed to be the golden area, the the real estate as it were mm. the prime real estate and as you move down shelf you have like mallard and <laughs> bander <laughs> types so yeah uh, these are the two things that uh, i thought were really cool i thought yeah like filters and all that is great for the kids and all that but i thought these two technologies uh, one being able to type using your brain and two getting your skin to hear uh, would be are really fascinating and what's very interesting for me is that great advances and uh, technological breakthroughs like this are actually being done by technology companies you know mm. or when i say technology companies this this is hardcore medical research this yeah. is and this being done by a company or and stuff like this is being done by company whose first job was collating the web in form of a search engine i'm obviously talking about google mm. a second one was a social networking website mm. sure they may be doing it for selfish rather than altruistic purposes because they want to one day be able to communicate to be able to send you ads through your skin but uh, it's probably a trickle it's not a trickle down trickle sideways yeah where it goes into other industry because no, they're I mean, pioneering it's the almost like i think i was reading something uh one of kalam's books i guess mm. and he was talking about i mean he was a core missile scientist who was yeah, hardcore yeah. into missile research and stuff like that so they were looking at developing super lightweight uh, materials that they yeah. could use on missiles and stuff like that and they found this material they had made they had made, actually made metal which was lighter than maybe even uh, cushions and stuff like that which uh-huh. were really light and uh, then they said okay what other applications could there be and those things actually got uh, they they received applications in making prosthetics for people wow so actually it's like missile technology uh, getting into prosthetics and stuff yeah. like that so these sideways movements from industries you don't really expect to so like from yeah, missile yeah, technology yeah, which yeah. is widely viewed as one of the evil yeah, 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 play, yeah. places in the world to like using prosthetics for people yeah. who are uh, disabled or in some way yeah. or the other so it's actually there are a lot of like Amazing. you said trickle sideways yeah. uh, and one thing I forgot to mention which they actually announced F8 was actually the cousin the bigger cousin of augmented reality which is virtual reality where you immerse yourself in an other world altogether mm. so virtual reality comes in two forms one is non-invasive virtual reality where you are basically a spectator in the other world the analogy that I like usually like to quote is like if you've seen the Harry Potter movies the scene where Harry falls to the pensive mm-hmm. he's watching stuff that's happened around him but he doesn't have the power to control in yeah. he's just a mm-hmm. spectator, spectator in another world yeah. the other type of virtual reality which is much more advanced and obviously much more difficult to create and much more expensive to create is when you can interact with things around you mm-hmm. so this is where virtual reality gaming comes into the picture in gaming you can't be a spectator mm-hmm. so you actually have to turn your car you may bash your car into something but you are controlling how the virtual world that you are in changes mm-hmm. so Facebook created something I forget the name for this but it's basically this is where Facebook is headed to where you have virtual reality social networking like support the three of us we actually so what they demonstrated at Facebook was almost like a virtual uh, tea party yeah yeah. so so Mark and two of his friends were actually having tea so, so avatars of yeah, these guys avatars were created of these guys were so while that's there, a huh? very very small example it's very unlikely to excite people that much where you the three of us we anyway can't stand each other in real life why would you like <laughs> get on to uh, virtual hey, I like very much okay <laughs> 
but then that you same the technology okay, first, <laughs> the technology could lead to something else entirely or uh, in the future with a few advances so yeah it's mm. pretty crazy where facebook's going uh, so yeah we de- definitely don't know where mm. facebook's going in the next few years yeah, any guesses for sure. yeah I mean, and, uh, yeah, my guess is we'll have to wait for uh, Snapchat's new development. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> my, yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm. And my my concern being more on the fact that, I mean, see, uh, like we talked about Mark Zuckerberg and why the success, why Facebook yeah. has been successful so much is because they've been in this Goldilocks zone of not too, mm-hmm. not too annoying and uh, like somewhat useful. So yeah. they're somewhat there in the middle of that. I'm I'm just concerned about. Where, while these technological advances are great, but it is still in the hand of a guy who's looking to make as much profit as possible yeah. mm-hmm. with stuff like Facebook Basics, which had a big revolt against it in India, yeah, where yeah. they tried to uh, bypass net neutrality in some way. There are certain serious concerns with the motives of why Facebook is doing these things. And so I personally, while it might be great for people with disabilities and everything else, and it is a natural technological advance. There is a certain element of caution before letting Facebook into your body, right? There is. <laughs> I think that's a great way to sum, yeah. Yeah. sum it up. Actually. So, I mean, yeah. while Facebook advances are great, and I think we need to look at them and see what kind of applications can there be and sure, yeah. the advances, but we also really need to figure out that dude, this guy is trying to make a buck out of <laughs> all of our data and information here, <laughs> yeah. and that data could be DNA. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on that. Uh, Prosthetic yeah. and prophetic mm. and slightly yeah. ominous. Ominous, <laughs> and, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll sign off and yeah. If you liked uh, the show uh, because Mark has shared this on his feed, yeah. Uh, subscribe to us. Uh, you'll find us on all uh, popular yeah. podcasts. And make apps sure and you listen to this before mm. you meet Mark next. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be very important. Sure, he'll, yeah. he'll be very impressed. Yeah, he'll give you question yeah, paper yeah, and all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll be very impressed if you. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, check out all of the other IBM uh, podcasts on the IBM app. And we will see you guys in a fortnight from now. Happy Snapchatting. Happy Facebook storying, filtering, and all that. See you soon. Bye bye.